Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1989's No Holds Barred, directed by Thomas J. Wright and starring the one and only Hulk Hogan. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Uh, well, for once, I can talk about the movie I've been watching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, on our discussion of canon films a couple months ago, um, I, I wanted to kind of get back into that. So I watched Life Force. I got it from Amazon. Okay. Uh, it was directed by Toby Hooper. It was one of the good movies that canon films made. I feel like I've heard of this movie. Yes. It's, um, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a, What's a, it about? Um, it's about a, uh, it's about aliens and they, um, they're like, uh, uh, a group of astronauts bring back um, these three alien pods to uh, to Earth, and of course the the pods hatch and and wreak havoc. And um, you know the 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 f- female star Matilda May is the one who does most of the damage. Um, and it's it's definitely cheap and a little bit weird, but campy. Yes. Okay. Uh, but but it's still very good and. Patrick Stewart is in it, so wow. You know, you know everybody will enjoy that. So, Great. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. Take take a note out of Dave's book here and discuss a German movie that I've I've watched. Hey, uh, and I won't be able to talk about it because I'll spoil it. Okay. So uh, this is a pure Dave recommendation. Here. <laughs> watched Phoenix from 2014. All right. Uh, have you seen this one, yes, Dave? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, you beat me to the punch, but okay. it's by Christian Petzold. Uh, came out a couple years ago. It's about a woman who comes back from concentration camps after the war, has to have reconstructive surgery, and her husband doesn't recognize her. Uh, that's basically the the gist of it and they continue to interact and he doesn't know it's her and things go from there and uh (laughs) it's extremely well done and the performances are great nina haas is the lead and she is phenomenal in this movie i think she's done five other films with christian petzl yes she has and i've heard they're all great as well so Mm -hmm. i would highly recommend this movie and uh I loved it. It's Ending great... was great. Criterion just put out a collection on it. Oh, so cool. Okay. I, I picked that up. So good. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Yeah, Phoenix is great, so check that one out. Now, let's talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, we're doing <laughs> No Holds Barred today. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, uh, I'll try to give it a synopsis on this movie. Like, uh, he- Here's the deal. Um this, you know, like if you look at the credits on IMDb, it's going to say that it was directed by Thomas J. Wright and written by Dennis Hacklin. But ignore that, because that's not the case. Exactly. Uh, this was executive produced by Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. Yep. Um, and the, 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 the very flimsy story that, that, that it, it features um, is that uh, Hulk Hogan stars as Rip, who is the, the WWF heavyweight champion. And um, there's a, a rival television studio, <laughs> you know, that wants to, uh, like, get high in the ratings, so they staged... The Battle of the Tough Guys. It's a great name. It's a really excellent, you know, imaginative Very title. Very clever. Yeah. Um, Thought-provoking. <laughs> they bring in a ringer, played by Tiny Lister, to, like, beat up everybody and then challenge Rip um, in a in a big ratings bonanza. Um <laughs> And, uh, boy, this movie is stupid. And It is pretty stupid. I mean, we, I, I never thought... That it was as bad as it was, but but like watching it now at, at my age again, I I just can't believe you know that that actual functioning adults you know brain uh right it was the brainchild of these people right yeah an adult made this movie it's it's pretty unbelievable and I I can imagine you in 1989 mm-hmm. 
loving this movie. Absolutely. Oh yeah, man, it was great. Did you did you watch it a lot? I was a total mark for it. Yeah. All right. I mean, man. yeah, it, I was all about no holds nice barred. Wrestling term. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I should get into it now too. That like like in this movie, um, for for anybody who knows what the word kayfabe means. Um, like it's like, this is a kayfabe universe that's in this movie. Kayfabe. You have to explain that to me. Okay. Uh, uh, are you shocked? I don't know. What I was, is. yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit All shocked. Right. Yeah. Uh, so kayfabe is, just, is an old carnival term. Like the, the origins of it are still, you know, like up for debate. Okay. Uh, but kayfabe is the, um, just kind of the maintaining the veneer that wrestling is real okay. by the yeah. wrestlers themselves and the people who own the promotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this universe of the film, Wrestling is not only real, 100% legitimate athletic competition, uh-huh. but it's the biggest thing in the world. Like, it's huge. Rip is is um, the 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 greatest American citizen, as well as the heavyweight champion. I mean, he he oh. is everyone's you know hero. Obviously, he's the object of every woman's desire. Uh, yes, for he's no that reason. To my and, God. Um, <laughs> He's so cool and <laughs> funny. His jokes are hilarious. He, yeah, uh, he is a witty guy. Yeah. A known wit. <sighs> I can't even say that straight. It, Hulk Hogan's performance is a disgrace to the art form. It really is. It is so bad. And he's playing himself. He is. He he's is the worst actor and Hulk he's Hogan. playing Hulk Hogan. It's 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 shocking, really. Imagine bad a bad performance of Hulk Hogan. Uh that's like <laughs> I don't even think that sentence has been said before. I like, know. It's just, I know. It doesn't matter. You, you like, wouldn't. What? Yeah, you wouldn't think that he'd be capable of the worst <laughs> performance of Hulk Hogan, but he is. You know, um, uh, it's yeah. And like this world, you were saying that kayfabe. Yes. Uh huh. Um, the wrestlers in this movie, like that, is the real person. Yes. It's not a character. Right. Tiny Lister did escape from prison, and now he beats up regulars at local bars <laughs> right. and overweight iron workers for a living. <laughs> On TV. On television, right. Um, on the World Television Network. This movie is a mess. <laughs> it, it has every stereotypical like trope thrown in. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's the cool guy for no reason. Mm-hmm. All the babes want him for no reason. <laughs> the bad guy is evil for the most ridiculous reason. <sighs> Kurt Fuller is the TV exec, everybody. <sighs> uh, you probably best know him as one of the guys from Wayne's World. Kurt Rob Russell. Lowe's number two. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the TV exec, and he is maniacal, and he's hell-bent on ratings, and Rip is the only one who can get him ratings. <laughs> and you think about it, in this day and age now, <laughs> ratings mean shit. They don't mean <laughs> anything. Nobody knows. I mean, and, and even even in 1989, I who mean, cared? It, it was just like, if you, if you were in the top ten... You were you were making a lot of cash. Well, it's the World Television Network, Dave. Ugh. you would you would think. I mean, like I'm, like how 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 juvenile is Vince McMahon that that he would come up with the World Television Network? Like I, they are targeting this towards children. I think though. this is a like, kids' movie, it, even though it's got a lot of stuff kids shouldn't be seeing. Yeah, there's a lot of sexual uh, tension in this movie. Oh, it's disgusting. And there's a jerking off joke. Of course there is. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we're just going to go all over the place. Oh, I yeah. Guess, it's going to so be a, no, a big schmoz. There's no plot to follow anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Joan Severance have to share a bed because the hotel only has a one bed room. They hang a sheet down the middle and they have to stay on their sides. Like I love both, Lucy. They're both in their like super tight underwear. <laughs> and... 
you're on Joan Severance's side here, and you, you just hear like a like a fapping. Yes. And like the yes. bed is shaking violently. Right. And you're like, oh no. Hulk Hogan is over there jacking himself off. And <laughs> she looks and he's doing push-ups like over the side of the bed, like really fast. And he looks back at her and says something like mean. I don't know what he says. He it's says like, what something... do you think I was doing? Well, it, it's it's, a, it's I, a dumb joke. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he says, but but he he does excuse his behavior and continues it. Like he doesn't stop doing these push-ups. Like like Joan Severance yeah, kind right. of like kind of smiles a little bit because she thinks it's kind of charming. Oh yeah, and and rolls over and goes back to sleep. Um, it, it's it, I'm in love with Hulk Hogan now because oh, well, of, of this hilarious thing he did. Yes, I mean like because you you couldn't not fall for Rip. Um, I mean, he's he's a, a very stylish man. Um, he's he's very cultured. <laughs> that headband and that gold chain with the cross. Yeah. I mean, in 1989, that probably was pretty cool. But <laughs> looking net back at it now, and Mark Pellegrino's wearing a, the same cross also. <laughs> That's his brother in this movie. <laughs> Mark Pellegrino. is Hulk Hogan's brother. He's his little bro. Randy. Yeah, Randy Whatever they're, whatever the, the Randy the, Rip. Uh, we don't know what exactly. <laughs> we don't know of which clan Rip hails from. They never say right because he's just Rip throughout the whole movie. <laughs> and he walks around in his wrestling outfit the whole movie. Like that's his regular clothes. Like I said, the I wrestlers are real. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Their only purpose in this world is to wrestle other dudes. That's right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and and this outfit he wears has is Malta is he has like different shades. I mean he he's got a blue one, he's got a black one. The black one is reserved for when he's like kind of in mourning. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, right. most of the time it's red. Um When is he in mourning? I can't it's, remember. It's, what... it's after Mark Pellegrino gets oh, yeah, manhandled yeah, right. by Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister grabs Mark Pellegrino's neck and <laughs> And Tiny Lister lets out this screech like a like a dying chicken. <laughs> and he's like shaking violently like his head back and forth like <laughs> it is ridiculous. Well it's, and it it's like I feel like they're going really rocky four here with yeah. the ultimate villain. Oh yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's disgusting. Well, and what you did just there was the extent of Tiny Lister's performance. Pretty much, that's it. That's all he does in the movie. Every scene, he's beating people up, he's snarling, and he's he's gritting his teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is literally the only. I mean, I, I think he has a couple of spoken word lines. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, all he's doing is acting really cartoonishly menacing. Yep. Um, he's just calling out Rip to yes. challenge him. Yes. And there's a scene when. Rip's like training like these young kids. It's like some youth program or yes. something. He's like helping underprivileged kids get physically fit or uh-huh. something like that. Right. Like Arnold used to do. Of course. So uh, <laughs> like a helicopter lands in the middle of this event and Tiny Lister and Kurt Fuller get up <laughs> and they challenge him and he turns them down because he's, you know, he's an honest man uh-huh. and he's not going to sink to that level. Right. And then he then they leave and they think he's a he's a wimp. Uh, and then Hulk Hogan, Rip, excuse me, Rip <laughs> thinks himself a wimp now and uh, regrets his decision, even though it was the right decision. He regrets <laughs> it because he looks like a wimp. Right, right. <laughs> and he's he's very thoughtfully talking about it with his uh, with his trainer um, who lives with him like <laughs> Mickey does with Rocky. Yeah, this is a. Uh... Who who was Apollo's trainer? Uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah, it's, it's Duke. It's 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 just Duke. It's Duke, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Duke. And uh, 
it he even says like oh no that's tiny lister I used to be his trainer, but I couldn't control him. Uh, and then he went to prison. Yeah. Like, I mean, what? Just, That's the dialogue I in this know, movie. I know. He's he's Duke Exposition, is, is, is what this character is. Duke E. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just get into Duke E. Okay. Um, because th- there is a scene, there's a sequence early on after after Kurt Fuller realizes that like that his his TV, the network, is, is like losing in the ratings to Rip and the World Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. That um, he decides he's gonna like no, you know, what, spare no expense and get Rip on his network right. to do what I don't know because he doesn't have a wrestling program from what I see. It doesn't look like no. It. I mean, um, I don't know what he's gonna <laughs> yeah, use like, Rip for, but we'll hear. Whatever. They're trying to come up with ideas like how about a game show? Yeah, and yeah. Kurt Fuller's like no, uh, and and Kurt yeah. Fuller is is unhinged in this movie in every scene. He's great in this movie though. <laughs> like, it's a ridiculous character and movie but he is having fun with this guy he definitely is yeah. like you know playing it uh like just as big as you can yeah yeah <laughs> but he ha- he takes a meeting with rip and rip walks into a business meeting wearing you know his best spandex oh yeah i think it's the 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 red ones yes okay yes <laughs> and uh you know after after refusing to go with kurt fuller uh at the network he he you know walks out but but you know and when when he walks out he gives the rip him you know yeah. thing which is like it's it like looks, a surf's up but like yes. a knuckle is up in the one of the fingers it, it like, is right and and he also shoves the blank check down kurt fuller's throat cuz <laughs> <laughs> yes. whatever the most cartoonish thing you can think of that's what's happening yep and Kurt Fuller makes a couple calls, and um, the the car service that had brought Rip to the office picks him up, and brings him to a, an abandoned warehouse where there's a bunch of guys there who are going to work him over. The limo driver like locks the doors and rolls yes. up the window so Rip can't get out. So Rip starts like kicking the side of the door to get out of the limo, but for some reason. It causes the limo driver to swerve uncontrollably over the road. It's like he's Wolverine or something. Yeah, it's not like he's punching the limo driver. No. He's it, he's 20 feet away in the back of the limo. Right. The limo driver would not be swerving the no. car because Hulk Hogan's punching the door it's in so the back. It's stupid. It is dumb. This is just an unthought-out, nonsensical... <laughs> <laughs> unnecessary action sequence. And as he's kicking the doors, like there's dents in, in, yeah, you know, from the you outside. Yeah, you can see the you dents see, like, from the inside to... coming out. Right. Yeah. Like he's an alien coming out of a chest. Exactly, yes. I he's mean, that strong. Right. <laughs> and, when, and when they finally do get to the warehouse to like, you know, like I guess time to a chair and start, you know, working the right. body. Whipping his nuts. Right. Yeah, they're going to like give him a Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> um, he <laughs> flies out of the skylight of the limo. He's like catapulted out. Yes. Like he's like Shamu. Exactly. He actually does like leaps 30 feet into the air and, and emerges. He, he lands in a grappling pose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On top of the limo. <laughs> God damn it. And he starts and he like of course like takes out, you know, eight guys or whoever Kurt Fuller had hired. And the last guy, after everybody's like down, the last guy remaining is the limo driver. Uh-huh. Um who Hulk rips him out of the of, of the car and is snarling <sighs> like at me like we talked about Tiny Lister doing the snarl thing. Yeah. Hulk Hogan in this scene is actually going like this. He's going <sighs> literally. And, and that, that that's what he's doing and he's sweating like like a like a you know like a stallion, you know? <laughs> yeah. And there's some brown stuff on the back of this dude's uh trousers and Hulk says, "What's that smell?" <laughs> and the guy says, "Dookie." <laughs> 
I can't believe that's in a movie. <laughs> it's, uh, and you've brought it up on this show before, right? Uh-huh. That character is credited it's as Dookie. It's so humiliating. <laughs> you go to IMDb and the guy's name is Dookie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, cause, uh, oh God, I would so much rather be water sport from cruising oh, than yeah. Dookie and No Holds Bar. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Water sport came from a decent movie. It you know? did exactly. You had like lines that that wouldn't you know like like uh, yeah, that, that wouldn't you know absolutely embarrass you, um, and you know whatever. But this guy, I mean, how how is he able to face his his contemporaries or, or anyone who knows that he's in acting? Um, yeah. He plays Dookie. So what so what did you, you do? What was your most recent role? <laughs> uh, I played Dookie and No Holds Barred. <laughs> Uh, can you give me an example of uh, what you, what you did in that movie? Well, <laughs> well I went Dookie. <laughs> that was my that was my only line. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah. Uh, so, Stephen, you gonna call me back or not? <laughs> I really want Schindler's right, List. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he should just say I played Man Number Four in Do the Right, right. Thing or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, make something up. Just whatever better. you have to do. Right. Dude, two. Yes. I'd be yes. fine with that. Right. Two or higher. <sighs> Not three, <laughs> two, two or one. It's got to be that. I'm going to differ with you on the performance of Kurt Fuller a bit. Okay, you don't like it? I don't. Okay. Um, I, I know that it's over the top, and I know that it's all a big, it's, it's all for, for fun and whatever. Uh-huh. I don't think, this is the first studio movie that I can remember where no one gives a good performance. No one is good at Probably. acting in the movie. How about I, Mark Pellegrino? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think Mark Pellegrino you know, is terrible in this movie. You know, yeah, Kurt Fuller's not that great or anything. But... No, he's not. He's not giving a, a, a great performance. Right. But, um... I liked watching him, though. Okay, no, I did. me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he's... The movie is fun when he's on screen, I guess. Somewhat. I... As fun as it can maybe? be. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe the levels this movie was stooping to. Me neither. I expected some horrible, bad stuff in this movie, mm-hmm. and it definitely met my expectations, <laughs> and it far exceeded my expectations. <laughs> the other good, the other good actor that I that I remember from this film who's not doing a good job is David Paymer. Um, yes, you know <laughs> David Paymer. I mean, he's like one of Kurt Fuller's number twos. Yes, him and Charles Levin, um, and his him and Charles Levin are kind of like the. Uh, I mean, it's just. I'm not going to go so... F- I actually kind of, like, went up my own ass to, like, actually, you know, analyze this film as best I could. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's 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 not... It's anti-intellectualism mm-hmm. is kind of what, is what these guys represent. Um, just, like, kind of effet jerks who work in big corporations <sighs> who, you know, people like Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan just have no time for. Um, they're not real men. They're, uh, you know, like like stat geeks and and you know just yeah. fuck those guys they don't have right? any clue on what is cool exactly or yeah. like what would work on tv right and like okay so these two guys are actually left like heldovers from when kurt fuller took over the company yes if you remember that he so, did a big purge so yeah they're they're initially kind of like apprehensive and uh, like timid about working with kurt fuller uh-huh. and like this plan initially uh-huh. and eventually they kind of get over onto his, his side more. You know, they're just like yes men. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah, they're total they're, ass yeah. kisses. Yeah, they're like, 
They're like talk. They're like friends with the mean girl in high school. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you are beautiful. That's oh, right. Yeah, oh, that yeah. dress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this plan, Kurt, is amazing. <laughs> yes, it is. They're like eyeball chambers. Oh, eyeball chambers. <laughs> um, but David Paymer has a line in the movie when they're at the bar where they first discover the tough guy competition or whatever. Yeah. He says, "Excuse me, pal. Where do I go bleed the old lizard?" Oh, not funny. God, it's at not all. funny. I know. And then Bubba is in the bathroom stall, <laughs> and they unknowingly are dissing on these hillbillies. Yeah. So Bubba kicks the door to the stall across the room instead mm-hmm. of just opening it. Yes. Because he's that crazy. Yes. <laughs> because everyone in this movie is a wrestler. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and he comes up to beat them up, and he looks at their teeny wangers, oh. he calls them. And and leaves them be. They're they're pissing into a trough in this in this like you know in this bar that doesn't exist in real life. Of the, yeah, I, the mo- dumb movies who think that bars like this exist. I I've been to some. some I've seen bars similar, but I've been to some janky yeah. like some really rundown places in my life. Never like this. I've never been to a bar that has a ring. No, uh, made in the middle of it with with like tires as turnbuckles, and there's like a <laughs> a little person in a cage. Yeah, that doesn't bar- happen. I mean that. Oh God. And honestly, no one is going to emerge from a bathroom stall like, <laughs> and grab two guys, then go down and look at their penises. And he says, a teeny wanger. <laughs> I mean, it's such... I, I, and he, he doesn't beat them up because of this. Right. Yeah. He says it's not worth it. It's not worth it because right. your wangers are too teeny. Ugh. Come on, because they're because they're a couple of at you least know, Bubba has standards. I guess so. You're right. Yeah, he, he won't take this. Brawl, he doesn't you know. pick on men smaller than. Him. I, I, guess, I guess he has values. You're right. <laughs> um, one of my least favorite and least necessary to the script scenes is when Hulk Hogan stops that robbery at the diner. Mm. He's there having breakfast with Joan Severance, I guess, uh-huh. and. Uh, Two guys come into the, the diner to rob it. Yeah. Uh, and Hulk Hogan saves the day. Um, <laughs> With wrestling moves. Doing, I think he suplexes a guy once. <laughs> and basically, he just throws these guys around. Just throws them. <laughs> like, he slides one down, you know, the counter. Yes, he does the old West, yep. you know, counter slide. Yeah, and... Um, it's ridiculous, and then everyone cheers for him. It's and, and and this is after like when he's eating breakfast, and and when the the lady who runs the place like brings over the food to him and Joan Severance, the lady yeah. goes on about a thirty second rant about what a catch Rip is, and like talking Ugh. to Joan Severance, you better lo- you better lock this guy up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rip, of course, is just like kind of you know bashfully going, oh. ha ha, yeah. Uh, oh, oh. oh, he's sitting there smug. Though. Oh yeah, he yeah you're right. He's he's yeah. He's like looking at Joan Severance like, I told you. Exactly. I told you. Because I'm going to foil a robbery in about 30 seconds. A a robbery that's taking (laughs) place during lunch rush in broad daylight. And they're robbing a little greasy spoon. And by the way, Hulk might have saved the day. He destroyed this woman's restaurant. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know, these guys are not cleaning up after himself either. He's He's not. He's getting out of there. And, and going to sign autographs. Exactly. A bunch of tables are broken. The, the guys were already subdued when he put that one dude down the counter. Yeah, and I know. These guys have ample time to put two in the forehead of Rip. Of course they do. They have guns. God. All they have to do is shoot the man. Like, Rip gets up while the two guys have guns on people, <sighs> goes and grabs a bar stool from the diner, rips it out of the floor... <laughs> And throws it at one of them 
without being seen. Yes, yes. <laughs> a, the a, stupidest thing I've ever seen. A, 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 a hulking, six foot six, you know, all over tanned man in spandex is wearing is neon spandex. Yes, <laughs> they don't spot this guy. And the, the restaurant is one room. <laughs> it's one big dining room. That's right. <laughs> it's just another example of how cool Hulk Hogan is, Dude, man. I, can, can we just talk for a second about vanity projects in general? Sure. What is the point? Like, like what satisfaction do you get from making a film like this uh, that just makes yourself look good? I have no idea. This, yeah. is, this was WWF, mm-hmm. as it was called at the time. Just doing a cash grab on the the huge success of Hulk Hogan. Right. That's all this is. Right. Because this is the first WWE movie, yeah. I believe. It, it, yeah, it's as far as their... Yeah. Well, and I mean, I don't even know if it was from... I mean, they didn't have a studio at the time, but, and now it's under their banner. Okay. Um. So now it's like property of WWE Okay, films. I've heard it was their first movie they produced. Well, because Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan are producers. They are the it, executive so. producers, yes. Yeah, so I think it might be the first movie they've oh, done. Oh, okay, so maybe that started their studio. Yeah, I okay. mean... You've got wrestlers in movies prior to this, yes. but it's not WWF movie. Exactly. And and I think that the, the, the from what I've read also, this was also in response to those movies that had wrestlers in them. Like oh, yeah, because they were big hits. Movies. Yeah. I mean, Roddy Piper is in, you know, he's the star of They Live. Exactly. Um, Andre the Giant had done Princess Bride. And they had Even been... Even Hulk Hogan was in Rocky Three for was, a scene, he was in and Rocky it was 3. a big hit. Exactly, yes. And that was even before he was in WWF. Yeah. Um, and they, I guess they, but the, the difference though, is that those are, those are roles in like legitimate movies, right. um, where, where they're not, I mean, Hulk Hogan is playing Thunderlips in Rocky three, so he's playing exactly. a wrestler, but he's way better as Thunderlips than he is as it's himself great. in No Holds Barred. And he, and because in that movie, he's a real wrestler. Yeah. He's a real person yes. who is a wrestler yes. in that movie. He's not a wrestler 100% of the time and his <laughs> job is to beat up dudes all day long. And when he's not beating up dudes, he's taking down guys with guns at a diner. Yeah, like he's uh, right. Thunderlips is just a normal dude. Exactly. And and at the end of the of of the the fight with Rocky, he he like shakes hands and yeah. like admits that wrestling is scripted. Yeah. Um and they're not trying to pass this off as this man who literally is this character. Yeah, it 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 sucks. By the way, since we brought up wrestling movies, yes. wrestling actors, uh-huh. um, the DVD previews on this disc, <laughs> did you watch them? I, I didn't. I missed those. Okay, so the first one is a uh, an ad for WWE on YouTube, okay. uh, which was okay. Uh, the next ad is uh, for ECW Unreleased Volume 1, oh. which looks awesome. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> for anyone who knows uh, what Extreme Championship Wrestling is, it's some crazy, hardcore tables and chairs uh-huh. action. Right. Uh, Rob Van Dam, Taz. Yes. Uh, Tommy Dreamer. Ta- and, oh, um, yep, yep. And the Sandman. Good and, stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> uh, so I want to get that. And uh, <laughs> the <laughs> final preview is for a movie called Bending the Rules. It's a buddy cop movie starring Jamie Kennedy and Edge. <laughs> WWF superstar Edge. Yeah. Um, so if that doesn't make you interested, I don't know what will. <laughs> Sounds like a hit to me. I am going to wager something. Okay. I bet that the straight-to-video feature with Edge 
bending is the rules. Bending the rules. I'm going to say <laughs> it's worlds better than No Holds Barred. I guarantee it. Um, it. The trailer looked pretty good. Yes. Well, it looked okay. <laughs> it, it looked okay. And I bet, I mean, like, Kickboxer 4 is better than No Holds Barred. Oh, yeah. You know, all the movies I saw with Roddy Piper and Don the Dragon Wilson and Billy Blanks, they're better than No Holds Barred. Yes. And this is a ama- this was a theatrical release with money behind it, and the best they could come up with is what we watched the other day. Oh, jeez. I know. It's it's really outrageous. You know, when we were gonna try to find this DVD, you were gonna get it on Netflix yeah. and let me borrow it, but uh-huh. it wouldn't take too long. So you actually purchased it on DVD. Yes, I did. And I told you I secretly wanted to buy it myself <laughs> because of how ridiculous this looked. I just wanted to buy it. Yeah. I'm so glad I did not buy it now. <laughs> I'm glad you're stuck with this one. <laughs> yes. This is going to be like like harsh light of, you know, I mean, like it's going to be really like look not so good next to my Mike Lee collection. Like, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, hit, hits and misses, man. Exactly. I've got bad movies on DVD. Of course. Yeah, we all do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, We need to talk also about. Like we we've talked about the acting, we've talked about the the you know the wretched script. How about one thing they should have gotten right but they didn't, which is the actual fights that are in the movie. Yeah, they they could have done something a lot better than this, just hulking around and oh. hammer fisting people. Yes, that's it. It's clotheslines. I know. And fake punches. That's it. Captain Kirk fighting the Gorn is more impressive <laughs> than than Tiny Lister and Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Like it is. Bullshit. Yes. That these matches are like this. Nothing happens. No. You don't get any signature moves. No. I don't see any kind of grappling. I mean, it's no holds barred, people. <laughs> That's right. Let's how, see something. How about a leg come off the ground? Yeah. Or or like maybe, a, you know, uh, just... They didn't just... throw uh, Hulk Hogan's leg drop in the movie? No. Are he doesn't do serious? the big leg. He, he doesn't, doesn't do the leg drop. No. No. Not a flying... Let's... Steal Macho Man's elbow. Steal that uh, yes, flying elbow. Of course, you do yeah, something. You're stealing everything else. So why not? Yeah. I mean, you stole every other cliche in the book. So just take that too. <sighs> you know, and do the figure four. <laughs> steal a move. <laughs> do <right>. something. <laughs> well, that would be giving Ric Flair too much credit. So he <sighs> and he's not going to do that. Oh, he's not going to let you use that move because no. he's not in this movie. No. <laughs> um, but even in the in the op- like the opening scene of the film is is Rip defending his title against Jack. Bullet. Jake Bullet, right? Jake Bullet. Is that what is okay. I wanted to bring that up because Jake Bullet is a joke from the series five finale of Red Dwarf, one of my favorite TV shows from England. Is oh uh Jake Bullet. The guys wake up in like a virtual reality, I guess. Okay. And the last ten years of their lives, I guess, have been virtual reality. And okay. we're in a video game the whole time. Yes. It's the big joke of the episode, like, but the one guy wakes up and finds his real identity is Jake Bullet. <laughs> okay. Uh, he works for Cyberdyne Traffic or something. Cyberdyne? It's something like that. Oh, okay. Cybernautics. Oh, oh he works for the Cybernautics Division. It I turns see. out it's just like traffic control. Okay. And he has a silly macho name. <laughs> but Jake Bullet, come on. Yeah. I, I uh, Honestly, I think they stole that from No Holds Barred because I think that was early 90s when that TV show aired. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to let them have a pass. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, because I, Jake I Bullet just sounds like a cool name. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, but but also like the the the, the, the there, there are a couple of uh, there are a couple of other wrestlers in the movie who are like you know like just wrestling mainstays. Stan Hansen is one of them. Um, he he plays Bubba, the yeah. guy in the in the in the place. Bubba. He's a famously like an infamously stiff worker. 
Like he, yeah. he didn't know how to pull his punches apparently. But the other guy is this guy Jake Bullet. Um and he he's played by Bill Eady, who was okay. Demolition Axe um in in his WWF career. I am unfamiliar with that guy. Oh, you never you know you know Demolition? You know, sadly, I didn't get into wrestling till like the early mid 90s. Okay. Really. I uh, when the Attitude Era was coming around, I see. you know. I I I dabbled in 80s wrestling, but okay. uh, not not as much as uh you, you, my sir. Here. Yeah, yes. Well, l- l- let me let me let me let me clue you in a little bit about about demolition. Okay? All right. They were just the Road Warriors, except they were oh. like S and M style. <laughs> <laughs> they wore That's like awesome. they wore like leather bustiers and shit. Okay. All and, right. Yeah, and they came with like leather helmets. But anyway, that demolition. That, yes. Perfect. <laughs> but but Bill Eady from Demolition is is the guy who plays Jake Bullet, and in the in the match, like you mentioned, like Hulk not using the big leg. He doesn't use it here either. He wins the match not using his signature move. If you're doing a Hulk Hogan thing where it's just a, a like a big a big love note to this to this big tanned guy. Yeah. Why aren't you using all of his repertoire? Exactly. You've got to see his moves. Right. The closest thing that it comes comes to it is when he's doing the rip 'em sign. It's it's like it's like when he's calling to the crowd with his ear, uh-huh, you know. Right. It, that's the closest thing he does it once at the beginning when he's yeah. fighting Jake Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's it. And by the way, Mean Gene Okerlund and uh, yeah, o- Mean Gene Oakland o- is Oakland a- and um, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura is there wearing like these gold Cleopatra braids. Yes. Was he wearing those at the time? Yes, he had things like that. Okay. A lot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he wore outrageous costumes. All right. And let me tell you about how shitty those two guys are too. They are, like, just, again, playing themselves. Yep. And for whatever reason, their dialogue is about as clunky as anything I've ever seen in a movie. Probably because they're not making it up as they go along. They're, they're, they're reading scripted Mean Gene and Jesse the Body right. dialogue. When they're doing that stuff live during a, sure. a match, they're good. Right. It's entertaining. Right. Because they're, they're improvising off the top of their head. And I was really pissed off that they brought in Mean Gene instead of Gorilla Monsoon. Because the whole <laughs> point is that Gorilla and Jesse play off each other. Ah. <sighs> But I mean, you know, Gorilla probably wasn't in Hulk's, you know, like circle. Exactly. Yeah, his so, inner circle. Right. So Mean Gene needed a SAG card. You know, l- l- let's get it for him. <sighs> it yeah. sucks. It's all about doing what? favors for people. What about Lug Wrench? Who played Lug Wrench? That was Jeep Swenson, another professional wrestler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you know that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Jeep oh. Swenson. Uh, I I believe he was the first um, portrayer of Bane in a cinematic film. Really? Was yeah. he in the Batman and Robin? He was. Or Batman? He was in the Joel Schumacher. Uh... Batman and Robin? Yeah, that's yeah. the one that had... mm-hmm. Oh, so he was that Bane. Yes. Oh, my he God. He was Bane. Right. Which is awesome because in that movie, he's just a wrestler that gets turned into <laughs> a Bane. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's got a luchador mask on. You can't see that it's Lug Wrench. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Lug Wrench as Bane. Who would have thought? <laughs> lug Wrench. And he's carrying a giant Lug Wrench. And and did, did you notice too in that factory they're building a honest to god Corellian star destroyer? <laughs> they have to be. I mean, what the fuck's going on in that it's factory? It's ironworks. Yes. <laughs> and when you look back, I mean, I expected to see Chewie up there welding something, <laughs> right? <laughs> Complaining about his lot in life. Ugnats throwing C three PO's head around. Yes. Like, <laughs> dude, this place. You don't hold world's toughest man no. in an ironworks. No. 
I mean, Roger Ebert called that the the climactic smoke and fire factory. Uh huh. You know, which is it just takes place in every in almost every action movie in the eighties. They had one of these, and yeah. you know, a climactic scene of some kind takes place there. It in really this case, does. it's Mark Pellegrino getting beaten up because he w- stands up to Tiny Lister wearing a Rip'em shirt. Yeah, yeah. Rip'em is Hulk Hogan is the the Hulkamania. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, stand it's Hulkamania. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> so the final battle. <laughs> Hulk Hogan ends up fighting Lister because <laughs> Lister chokes Mark Pellegrino. <laughs> Can't believe I said that. <laughs> it puts him in the hospital. Yes. So Rip ch- takes the challenge, fights him. And I, I don't know what happens here. That Someone says, but what if Rip wins? What does that mean? <laughs> what if No Rip one's wins? ever mentioned no. what happens if you win or lose. There's like no stakes here. It's just Rip's. Pride. Yeah, because ri- ri- this is an unsanctioned bout. Kurt Fuller wants ratings. Yeah. He doesn't, there's no plan to keep, like, what, is Rip under his control if he loses? This makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense because, and, and like, the, the, the thing is, too, we've already seen Joan Severance, like, kind of at the mercy of Kurt Fuller. You oh, know? and by the way, she was hired to yes. seduce Rip, she but was, ends up falling for him. She falls for him because he's such a wonderful man. Oh, yeah. Um, and when, when he's a great guy (laughs) at, at the, at the big, at the big fight, like Joan Severance and Mark Pellegrino and Mark Pellegrino's friend, they they are there and, and, uh, Duke, uh, Duke Ripham. Yeah. Duke Ripham is there. (laughs) He's also there. They're they're there for support to support Rip. But like before the match starts, Kurt Fuller's security guards kidnap Joan Severance again and bring her up to his floor. And then Kurt Fuller calls Rip's dressing room and tells him it's got to be 10 minutes long or you're going to be pushing two wheelchairs because by yeah. now Mark Pellegrino is in a wheelchair. Yep. I don't know what the point of this is. Kurt Fuller already has what he's always wanted, which is like Rip on his network fighting Tiny Lister. What is this? Like, like what, what are, what is his end game for? Like, you know, getting this fight Nothing to last 10 minutes. Nothing is explained. Nothing. It's just these terrible movie tropes thrown in for right. no reason. Right. Right. Hulk Hogan probably wrote this movie too. Oh, of course he. I mean, God. like him and Vince just had like just their their greasy hands all over all this shit. It's awful. Yes, it is. That's why I didn't. It's a cra- disgrace. Uh, it man. is. It, it, this this movie is like it, it's seriously. I mean, like I I I always I'm always like hesitant to give like a, a title of like one of the worst movies I've ever seen because that's like a that's kind of vaunted status. Yeah, that's hyperbole this, most mostly. But this fits. Yeah. Th- th- this this is absolute shit. Yeah, you know? it's pretty bad. I've seen a worse Hulk Hogan movie though. Tell me, Suburban Commando. Suburban with Commando for Lloyd. You think it's worse than No Holds Barred? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's I, less watchable. Maybe I gotta read. It's less try to watchable re- than this movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I can't. It's even, more honestly, juvenile. Imagine. Yeah, you're, you'd be shocked. It's, okay. It's terrible. Okay. You do have Undertaker and Shamrock in it though. <laughs> well. As the villains. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> well, that's got to be better than talk Tony. like this oh. because it's a hilarious joke. One, well, you, you but and you can't have like Hulk Hogan not look like the best. Oh so, yeah, I know. You know. Yeah. Anyways, back to this movie. Right. Um, Kurt Fuller dies at the end. <laughs> he gets electrocuted. This comes out of left field. Nowhere in this movie is there death. No. There's no death. No. No one's being killed. No. Uh-uh. Even when Kurt Fuller threatens Hulk Hogan, he just says he's going to break his legs. Yeah. Kurt Fuller, his 
TVs for some reason stop airing the show. He turns them all off because I, Hulk is winning. So that's what happened? Yes. Great editing Which, in this movie, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because Hulk Hogan pushed, like, knocks Tiny Lister into the ring from, like, the top balcony. Yeah. And he falls through to the floor. Uh-huh. That's where you need the giant leg drop right there. But that's Hulk, where you need it. But Hulk's not taking that bump. No, he doesn't want to do that. He's, he's not going to jeopardize his money-making <sighs> future. So Kurt Fuller's throwing a fit because his ratings are... There's a... A meter that says ratings, <laughs> yes. and the number is diving. <laughs> Which why would it dive? You have Rip winning the fight. Why would the ratings be taking? Everybody tanking? watching wants Rip to win the fight. Yes, <laughs> it makes it no makes sense. sense. And who has this kind of device? I don't. The know. ratings aren't a, a live thing no, that goes up they, and down they, like the stock not. market. No, they're not. Ah. Oh. So the number's taking a dive, and he's pulling the plugs on everything and gets electrocuted. Uh-huh. It's the dumbest end to this man. <laughs> it is so dumb. And it's and it's met by thunderous applause from the black tie-only crowd watching uh. Rip versus uh, Tiny Lister. Oh, yeah, there's about 60 people there. <laughs> <laughs> this, this arena is tiny. <laughs> Like, this is the, the event of the century. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's literally maybe 150 people right. ringside here. Mm -hmm. It's like they took that bar they were fighting yes. in and just added some, like, stadium seating to I'm gonna, it. I'm going to say it's probably the same set. They, they just redressed it. It probably is. Yeah. Either it's that so or it's stupid. You know, because it's definitely not the size of that amazing stadium-sized French restaurant that they go to. Um, no, no, no. I mean, oh, <laughs> that, well, for that hilarious bit there. Yeah. <laughs> the waiter is... Uh, kind of looking down on Hulk Hogan yeah. because, you know, he's a lesser man. Not, he's openly doing it he right is, in front of him. He's an unsophisticated man. Uh-huh. He's like, you might like the hamburger. Ugh. Like, yeah. And then Hulk does like this, he's reading French. <laughs> and it's the worst line deliveries ever. And it turns out, oh, this is a new waiter and doesn't realize yeah. Rip's a regular. Rip is their number oh, one yeah. customer. All, yeah. everyone, the chef and everybody come out of the kitchen. Hey, Rip. Hey, yeah. Rip. I was like, oh, Rip. Hey, this guy. Oh, we, you know. He, oh, Jacques is new. Yeah, he's, he's new. Yeah. He's foolish. Don't listen to him. God. And then Hulk returns the dialogue in French. And it impresses the hell out of Joan Severance. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is their first date, too. Yeah. Because, okay, in the board meeting... When they're talking about Rip's image and how to, like, brand it, she's, like, in charge of this. Uh -huh. And Rip says something, like, smart-ass to her. Yeah. And she's like, well, how about we get dinner? Like, immediately! Oh. It's like, where did that come from? And this is after, like, during her whole um, opening presentation, he is staring at her hungry. He is ogling her. I mean, he is like, just looking her up and down, and, like, 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 she's turning into, like, a drumstick, like, in cartoons. <laughs> yes! You know, <laughs> it's it's so gross, Ugh. and and she is just immediately charmed by this by this you know hunk of man, who's also wearing spandex in a boardroom and a do rag, and a gold chain. I mean, like I don't know that how you could chain in the cross, man, is <laughs> everywhere, and you can't miss it. No, no, that that, that catches the eye. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. And then, I guess that's the end of the movie, right? Right, yeah, the, the end the, of the movie. And then you got the theme song. Before we... <laughs> what, I, I want to point out something I saw on this viewing. Okay. After Kurt Fuller gets electrocuted. Okay. Um, You know how everybody's Jesus. cheering? Yeah. <laughs> he looks down, like, Rip looks down at Mark Pellegrino and Joan Severance and uh, Duke. And um, 
he gives the Rip'em sign, and it's a freeze frame, and then the theme song starts. Yeah. <laughs> the freeze frame on Rip is not from this scene. It's, it's from a different scene in the is? movie. Yes. What? <laughs> Do you know it's, where it's from? It's from the opening scene. It's like the big WWF arena. When he fights Jake Bullet. When he fights, yeah, a Demolitions Jake Bullet. Yes. <laughs> they didn't even have, like, the. I mean, they're so, this is such lazy filmmaking that they would actually not only just insert other footage, but then freeze frame on it like you're not going to notice it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah, but a great ending, though. Yay. Yeah, uh, of course. Fantastic. And, and the ending comes abruptly after the bout is done. Right, there is no summation. It. It's just it's just over. Well, they do the Rocky ending. Yeah. You know, just, there you go, yeah. freeze frame That's, at the end I, of the I, match. I, right. Because it happened in another movie, so let's put it in. Exactly. Just you stealing know? other things from other movies. Of course. Yet again. Yep. And then Stan Bush, well, it's not Stan Bush. <laughs> it, it may as well be Stan Bush. It's another rockin' 80s I'm a man, like power song, <laughs> just as in blood sport, you know, no holds bad. it is some, it's the best part of the movie. It, by I the way. mean, yeah, it, it really does like, like, like pump, like make you, you, you rock out to this. It song. makes you want to wrestle. Oh, absolutely. You want to I mean, train and wrestle and wear spandex. I mean, and the lyrics are like recapping the story. Oh yeah. It's. Tells the it, 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 it's, it's awful. It's more exposition, it's so but it's dumb. after the fact. <laughs> you know, when your back's to the wall, <laughs> ba, da, ba, da, no holes. Yeah, ball. dude. Yeah. Oh it's, man, it's amazing. It it, it really like like it, it's it's special to you. You know, it, it's the finest contribution to society <laughs> that this movie has brought. It really is. And the singer of the song is named John Joyce. Don't Google him because you're not going to find him. I don't know what happened to this man, but he's nowhere to be found. Stan Bush took him out. Yeah, Stan Bush had Stan him assassinated. Uh, Bullet to the head. Exactly. He you hired, stole my act, John. He got those guys from the diner to shoot <laughs> Mr. Joyce. Yes. <sighs> you're, you're not taking my act. Nope. Nope. You should. Oh, God. So, um, Dave, would you recommend this movie? I'd have to be a jockass, okay. like as Kurt Fuller would say. A jockass. Uh, yeah, because we didn't get into that. Um, like The word jockass <laughs> is used by Kurt Fuller jockass. five times in this movie. He even calls, he, he calls Rip a jockass at the end, right before he's electrocuted. I don't know Jeez. where they heard this word. I don't know where Hulk and Vince came up with it, but they have Kurt Fuller say this fucking word, jockass. Okay. I don't know how many, like five, I counted five times. Um, and... It's not a thing. It's not. It's not real. It's. It's a. It's a. This movie sucks. No, honestly, do, if unless you're 12 years old in 1989, don't see this movie. Okay. Yep. And even then, it bears what you know. Like, like, just maybe you know. God, read a book for Christ's <laughs> sakes. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I couldn't recommend this movie either. No, it is so awful. The only way I would say to watch this movie is if you're with a group of your dudes and you guys are. <laughs> In a few beers, and yes. you want a bad movie to make fun of. That's right. the only... Give it the Mystery Science Theater treatment. Right. But it isn't even deserving of that. It's pretty... Pre, it's deplorable. It, it is. This is a detestable film. Yeah. Uh, Google the theme song, and that's it. <laughs> that is it. It's, you're done. <laughs> and I just realized we forgot to mention at the top of the show, this was Dudes on Demand, and Adrian <laughs> recommended this movie yes. to us. A good friend of ours. And right. 
he's going to be pretty mad we're not recommending this. Well, don't he, you think? He, he got one by us. He put one over <laughs> on us, which, you know, he's been known to do. So, yeah, you it's, know. it's no holds barred, Adrian, <laughs> from here on out. But, uh, yeah, definitely not recommending this. So uh, <laughs> that wraps up the show. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the show in iTunes. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. We want we want more dudes sharing the dudes, so uh, that that's always good. And uh, if you don't use iTunes, we're on every other podcatcher. We're on the internet everywhere. So mm-hmm. uh, go to dudesonmovies.com. You can find everything right there. Yep. We are also on Facebook. Um, just look for Dudes yes. on Movies, and uh, we have an email address: dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Drop us a line um, and tell us about your favorite wrestling performances yeah who's your favorite wrestler right we oh, want to know because i i mean like we're, we're both like pretty big wrestling is fans. it edge I'm, it's gotta be edge i'm sure <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyways um so it's dudes on demand month still <laughs> jesus movie sucks <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's still time to get your movies in. I think we've got them all locked up, but if you get a good movie, we might squeak it in. Yeah. So uh, we have two more after this, right? Uh, yeah, or I can't remember. More? I don't know if it's two or more or three more. I'll have to check the calendar. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so next week we're doing 1971's A Clockwork Orange, directed by Stanley Kubrick, uh-huh. starring Malcolm McDowell. Not Andy McDonald, no. like I said earlier. <laughs> uh, this comes from Amber in St. Louis. Super fan Amber. Yeah. Uh, her and Brian love the show, so thanks for the request. Um, and that's going to be a good one. Yes. This is a Dave movie. Yeah, right that's here. right. We're back to back to good movies. Back to some good stuff. Yes. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah.